Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Earle, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have a fabulous guest here today. Brad Olson is here. He's got a new book out, or I don't know, it's 2021. I think it's new. It's called Beyond Esoteric. And Brad, welcome to High Road to Humanity. Oh, well, thanks for having me. It's a real great honor and privilege to have this opportunity to speak with you. Well, awesome. I'm glad you're here. The audience uh, is going to be excited about what you have to say. Now, let me tell you guys what we're going to be talking about today so you have an idea. He says, nothing in the world works the way we are led to believe it does. There's always more to the story. Be aware there is a war being waged for your body, mind, and soul. Owners of corporations have taken over governments in a new form of fascism that now incorporates high technology and artificial intelligence. The survival of the human race may depend on breaking the truth embargo uh, that is exposing the big lie. And we're going to talk about a lot of different things today. We're going to talk about the extraterrestrials. We're going to talk about what's who who really is running the show. And we're going to talk about the uh, the COVID. So I'm really glad you're here today, Brad. And it's I mean, he's got a lengthy resume, you guys. Um, and I'll read that here in just a minute. But before we get into that, I, I want to say this is High Road to Humanity. And this came across the news today. And it just, I had to say something, and I'm probably not politically correct, but I'm going to say it anyway. Here's the headline. 16 of Leah Thomas teammates urge Penn Ivy League not to fight new USA swimming rules on transgender athletes. Now listen to this. 16 of transgender swimmer Leah Thomas female teammates on the University of Pennsylvania team sent a letter to Penn and to the Ivy League urging schools not to contest the new USA swimming rules on competition for transgender athletes. We fully support Leah Thomas in her decision to affirm her gender identity and to transition from man to a woman. The swimmers wrote, Leah has every right to live her life authentically. However, we also recognize that when it comes to sports competition, that the biology of sex is a separate issue from someone's gender identity. You know, I want to tell you something. This is what's wrong with our country. This is what's wrong with our world right here, right here. These guys think it's okay. And I'm going to tell you something, you guys, it's not okay. You know, God did not intend it to work like this. And I'm not here to judge anybody. God bless these people. I'm not the judge, but I'm telling you, it wasn't set up this way. Do you want to say anything about this? Am I the only one that says anything about this that says this is not cool? Okay. And they're making it seem like it's cool. Sorry. <laughs> we, we might as well tell all women athletes, um, you, it's over for you. You might as well just step out and uh, try something new because men who are born in a physical body and being one myself can tell you, we just have more muscle mass. It's just the way it is. So when it comes to competitive sports, I don't care what you do with your junk down below, but you're still going to be a man on the inside and the same kind of testosterone and and other um, hormones that will make you better 
athlete than most women. It's just the way it is. Uh, more muscle is more competitive advantage. So it's really unfair to all the women athletes of the world. Perhaps there should be three gender sports and let all the trans people compete amongst themselves and, and do it uh, as a third. Uh, I'm like you. I, I have great love and admiration for all people of all yeah. sexual orientations, but I'm not um, saying that this is a good thing that they should be intermixing with women's sports. No, and it's ruining things for people and it's screwing people up, man. They're thinking this is okay. And these girls are just trying to be nice and say it's okay, but it's really not okay. So anyway, having said that... <laughs> I want to let me let me give you a little information about Brad Olson. Okay, so he is an author of ten books, including three in esoteric series, Modern Esoteric Future and Beyond. An award-winning author, uh, he's a producer. His keynote presentations and interviews have enlightened audiences at Contact in the Desert, dozen of radio, coast to coast. He's been on Ground Zero, uh, lots of television shows. I'm just really glad you're here today because our world is really out there. And I just want to ask you, I guess, to start off, how did you decide that you wanted to be a truth teller? Wow, great question. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, basically, it started with uh, traveling around the world right after college and just knowing that it's a big world out there. I grew up in Chicago and it's pretty flat and kind of boring. So started to get some travel miles under my belt. And <clears throat> ultimately in the early nineties, I was an English teacher in Japan. Oh, wow. So I worked with the written and spoken English word for quite a while. <clears throat> and that's actually where I started writing my first book, which was how to, inform and inspire other young Americans to grab a backpack and travel around the world. And ultimately I left the country for three years. I always financed my own trips. And what I learned when I went abroad was certainly on par with what I learned five years in college. And it was one of the greatest experiences of my life to, to have firsthand knowledge of going to Egypt and exploring all the ruins there to uh, being immersed in the spiritual cultures of India and living 14 months in Japan. Nice. So it gave me a worldview. And, and so I guess I've just been very uh, honored to have the opportunity to, to have traveled as much as I did. So I did travel books for a number of years and then travel with, with the advent of the uh, internet took a, a bit of a nosedive because then you could just go online and pretty much research anything you, you'd want to find. Yeah. Even though my books were kind of evergreen, they were uh, the sacred places series of books. I wrote three in that series and I just kind of had this existential crisis with myself. What do I want to do stay in publishing and the things that have always been near and dear to my heart, what I've always pondered in the quietest moments is, what's wrong with this planet? <laughs> Why aren't we living in a utopia? We're, we're smart creatures, yet there's war and starvation and environmental degradation around the world. So I guess that was my foray into truth telling. And as he said in the setup, we're going to talk a little bit about how extraterrestrials and exopolitics are in the mix and this momentous period of human history that we find ourselves in with the opportunity to escape the prison planet. No. As we ascend to the 5D, 
<laughs> I think we create the prism planet. Oh, I love it. Say that we're trapped here because we can't get out and there is a way. <laughs> There's a, Yes, and the only way is up, okay? I figured yeah. that part out so far. Well, you know, and I just want to start this with um, preface this. What an interesting book. First of all, let me just say, he covers so much in this, you guys. I mean, it's amazing. There, I couldn't cover it all. I had a few shows this week, but I plan on going back. That's how good this really is. And he doesn't just leave you with, you know, um, well, it's tragic. He says, what can be done? So we talk about, we're going to talk about that today too. But what I want to start with, which really um, was surprising to me, because I don't know the history and I don't think people do. The day the Republic died, and I'm just going to read this. This is from his book. When Congress passed the Act of 1871 on February 21st, it created a separate corporate government for the District of Columbia. This act allowed the District of Columbia to operate as a corporation outside of the original constitution of the USA and the best interest of American citizens. Explain to people what happened here. This is the act of 1871, and I consider it an esoteric subject, like many of the moments in history that have really been edited out that you'll find in my books because this is what they really don't want us to know. They don't want us to know that the United States is really now a corporation. The president is like the CEO, Congress is the board of directors, and they act accordingly, that we lost the Republic in 1871. And this allowed uh, the corporate interests and the central bankers to make their move. And in 1913, of course, we got the Federal Reserve and income tax in one year, good old double whammy. Uh, and this corporate takeover of America just got stronger and stronger and stronger through the years. And so you mentioned how Washington DC became its own separate entity. And just like the city of London in right in downtown London, as well as the Vatican city in downtown Rome. They're all miniature city-states within a larger uh, federal government, and they operate on their own terms. They operate as micro-nations, and I have a section on that in this country too, how these globalists have been able to consolidate their power into this empire of three cities, and Washington, D.C. is the military power. City of London is the financial power, and the Vatican City is the spiritual power. And one occult common denominator between all three, there's a giant obelisk in the middle of all of them. We have the Washington Monument and the Mall of D.C., Cleopatra's Needle, which is an Egyptian obelisk that was brought over in the city of London right along the River Thames. And of course, there's a giant Egyptian obelisk right in St. Peter's Square in the Vatican. What does that represent? Well, they always do things that are hidden in plain sight. Right. So the obelisk, yeah, well, not only is it a pagan symbol, so what the heck is it doing in the middle of uh, Catholicism? They, I thought, were against anything pagan, and yet there it is. Uh, but it also symbolizes the male phallic, so it's, it's kind of the uh, patriarchy that has really taken over and really marginalized women in that way, if you want to look at it uh, in an occult point of view. But it's also, yeah, this, this age-old 
pyramid structure and the tip of the pyramid, which is also shaped like the tip of the obelisk, is that hierarchy that is saying in symbolism that we are the authority. And it's right there to see for everyone to interpret. All right. We're going to go to commercial break, you guys. The book is called Beyond Esoteric. It's by Brett Olson, Escaping Prison, Escaping Prison Planet is what it's called. I love that. I think it's great. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy. You're out, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Brett Olson, and we're talking about what's happening with humanity. And, you know, there's a few things I just want to mention just so we can bring the audience along. Your book is really, I mean, there's so much information, you guys, but you talk about when we're born and you talk about how we're given a social security number and that we will always, then we are part of this corporation. And your parents unknowingly when they sign your birth certificate, have just turned you over to the corporate entities. And you notice how on your birth certificate or your driver's license or all official documents, your name is in caps. And that is your straw man title. That is your association with this corporate structure. And it's very, very difficult to get out of it. In fact, nearly impossible. There are some loopholes and ways to do it. But it's certainly frowned upon if you were to present this to a judge or uh, some people trying to get out of paying their income tax or even getting out of tickets. 
There are ways to do it, but if you misstep one time, they'll throw the book at you. So you really got to know what you're doing to get out of this whole corporate matrix. And it's been designed so perfectly well, Nancy. So we're that, owned. <laughs> that we're owned. Yeah. And, and even sold on the stock exchange. So we are a commodity that is traded, bought and sold. Under what? What's it under? Uh, you can look it up on Dun and Bradstreet. You can also look at the corporate charter of the United States of America. And I do have references and listings in the book and describe it. That basically we're a corporation. And when we're born on our birth certificate in all caps, we're then chattel to this corporation. We're, we're like livestock in the same way that cattle would wear a little tag on their ear. Well, we have our tag on our ear in the form of this straw man, this uh, other entity. Well, our social security number is what it is, and you can't do anything without it. Now, you know, you talk about JFK, and I just wanted to touch on it briefly. He was a good guy, I think. You know, um, everybody's got a bad side, but he was killed because he was trying to change the monetary system. Is that correct? From what I read in your book. Executive order 11110, that's 11110, was taking the U.S. off of the Federal Reserve control of our dollar and then putting it into the Treasury, where in the Constitution it says it needs to be. And in uh, Future Esoteric, I show you a couple of the Treasury notes. too bad this couldn't be in color because they have a little red cartouche instead of green, but it says on their treasury note. So Kennedy was successful in already issuing the $2 bill and the uh, $5 bill here. And unfortunately, um, he was assassinated before it could go really any further. But yeah, it would have helped. It would have changed things. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> immensely so. Well, and so what do you, okay, it, let me let me rewind just a little bit. So we all know that there are people in charge and the reptilians are up there and the graves are up there, but talk a little bit about this. This all happened when we decided to uh, give up some of our freedom to these guys. And so talk about how the, um, you know, all these guys are intertwined with all of the situation here. Well, I love that quote from Bill Cooper at the UFO Congress in 1989. The first time he gave a public talk, came in with a stack of documents from Naval Intelligence where he came out of. And you can still see it's a grainy video. Uh, I think it's still up on YouTube, but the audio is really great. One of his lines in there is, you put the aliens in the middle of this stuff and you get all the answers. And really, it is that big question out there. What is our role? on this earth and the our our association with extraterrestrial races and that is called exopolitics and dr michael sala is a colleague of mine we correspond quite a bit he has the exopolitics website it's a whole field of study that is devoted to what is their agenda what is our agenda where do they mix who are the goodies who are the baddies and it shows in a big picture scheme here that it very much is a universe of polarities as well as on this planet where we see it so stark good and bad light and dark in your face well there are these reptilian entities throughout our not only in our universe but in many different solar systems and 
galaxies as well. Um, and they're a scourge. They are like a, a locust colony that goes and, and colonizes and takes over and exploits resources. And unfortunately, humans, one of their resources, they kind of have a taste for adolescent humans before we accumulate too many toxins in our bodies from what's going on. Here oh, on that's why. That's why they want the young. That's why all these. So, yeah. so that's why all the people, all the human trafficking is coming in to feed them. Unfortunately, that's the case. Because we made a deal, the United States made a deal, the world made a deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm very good friends with Laura Eisenhower. In fact, I'll be publishing her forthcoming books. And her great grandfather, as you know, is Dwight D. Eisenhower. Mm -hmm. And he was, and, and Laura grapples with a lot of the contradictory things he did. He did a lot of great things and gave the industrial complex warning speech at the end of his term. But he also let in these bad ETs. Now, keep in mind, and this is in a way to hopefully uh, help exonerate his memory, that he was in a position that he had to make a decision. Now, here's one of the highest decorated generals coming out of World War II, seen stacks of bodies and the horrors of war. Now we're in this Cold War with Russia. It's an arms race. It's a technology race. He's going to do what he can to help this country. And one of the things he thought he was doing right at the time was allied with some of these malevolent extraterrestrial forces to get technology. And this right. is called the Griotta Treaty. In my uh, in book two in this series called Future Esoteric, I get into a lot more of the exopolitics side of things and the Griotta Treaty. But it's also mentioned in Beyond Esoteric because it's so vitally important that people understand that our fraudulent government, I'm glad you brought that up in the beginning so people oh, yeah. have context. Oh, yeah. Entered into this agreement with these uh, ETs. And I should also say at the time when John F. Kennedy was assassinated, the government that came in was illegitimate because it was a coup d'etat. And the, the textbook definition of a coup d'etat is any illegitimate government after the assassination of a president like JFK, it stands illegitimate. So in our entire lifetimes, Nancy, we have been living under this illegitimate government. And then when you add in uh, the Griotta Treaty with the extraterrestrial races, and then all, all the way back to the act of 1871, so many things are fraudulent in the world we live in today. I know, but wait a minute. What about Trump? What about Trump? He, to me, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't, but look at how from day one, they were after him. Yes, but look what he did. He woke people up and well, now people, <laughs> yeah, and now people are awake. And, and to me, okay, so let me understand. And I kind of understand this, but, you know, fill me in, please. Uh, so the grays are more good. Mm. Some of them are, and some of them aren't, but they all, but they all have their own agenda. Now, from what I understand and correct me if I'm wrong, they're all after the gold. It is one of the things they want. There are different aliens with different agendas. That's what we on earth have to understand. Everybody's got their own agenda uh, is my understanding. There are some ET races that come here to earth. that don't even care about this 
shite show that the humans are doing that just come to collect a cockroach in the Amazon. That's all they want because they know there's some kind of serum that can be derived and then they're gone. That, that different agendas have different reasons for being here. But this is the awakening of the human race. And this kind of occurrence is very, very rare. Right. And they want to see how humans are going to deal with this. It's, it's really the greatest show in the universe right now to see how humans are going to react when we're not completely manipulated by these exterior forces, some of them being malevolent extraterrestrials. So what's going to happen that's going to catapult it all? Well, what has been happening is a lot of these malevolent ETs have been extracted from this planet. Mm-hmm. Most of the reptilians are gone. Most of the malevolent grays are gone, but not all of them. If you notice, uh, a lot of the earthquakes that are occurring in very unusual places around the world, okay. usually at 10 kilometers down, okay. well, that's the take out of the deep underground military bases. So there is an alliance that is fighting against these malevolent forces, which are largely operating right here on planet Earth, but underground. Those right. Are the- yeah. And there's a big one here in New Mexico and you talk about it in the book. And I want to touch yeah. on that when we come back. All right, you guys, I'm here today with Brad Olson. He has a new book out. It's Beyond Esoteric. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity. And we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle Sparking Wholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm having a great conversation today with Brad Olson. Brad, you're going to be at the uh, really cool Ascension Conference in Sedona. I'm going to be there. Talk a little bit about that. Suzanne Ross is putting it on. You guys, you're going to do a, a speech, yes? 
I'm doing uh, two presentations, one that I've never done before, which is in support of the esoteric series of books called The Hidden Esoteric in Plain Sight, which is a lot of things we've been talking about on the show today. Huh. I'm also doing The Hidden Anomalies of Antarctica. And I was down in Antarctica three years ago, so give people a perspective of what that's all about. And Suzanne Ross and I have done a video series for Sci-Spy TV, a 16-part episode called Antarctica by Sail, which oh, wow. chronicles all the footage I took down there too. So a lot of a lot of tie-ins there, but I'm also uh, going to be there all four days. And I love to meet people. I'll have my books available for sale and signing them. And if people want to come, they can use the promo code Brad Olson with the number 10, one string of letters and numbers and get 10% off discount at the Sedona Ascension Conference. I know. I'm going to come listen to your talk. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited about this. This is going to be great, you guys. And um, just to meet everybody in person. And I'm really interested in that because Antarctica is something that really does interest me. So we'll have to talk about that. But before we do move forward, let's talk about what's happening here in New Mexico. You know, this has always been a real spiritual place. I'm here. uh, I'm probably won't be here forever, but the energy here is, is good. And, um, but underneath our mountains, <laughs> there's a lot going on. We have Sandia labs here. You guys, we have a lot of stuff going on, um, in New Mexico. we of course we had the Roswell incident, but, um, what I'm curious about is a lot. And when you live here, you hear about the underground bases. So talk about it. Well, I do have a, chapter in future esoteric on underground bases but in beyond esoteric is alternative one two and three and alternative two was the globalist plan to go underground and let me just show you the map here you can see new mexico has the most amount of underground bases in the whole continent it's like swiss cheese under your feet there nancy and as you mentioned sandia labs huge underground base oh yeah but the most notorious one that not many people know about is under Dulce, New Mexico, the Archuleta Mesa. And that is an, a very, very old extraterrestrial base that has been a, a reptilian base for many, many centuries, if not millennia. I call them legacy bases, the really old ET bases. Yeah. And they're also the hardest ones to take out. So the day that we hear about a 6.0 earthquake 10 kilometers down in Dulce, New Mexico. I'm telling everybody, do a fist pump because that could be the moment that humanity is really liberated. Well, they've been down there forever. You say a lot of, of have a lot of them have been um destroyed, you know, finally, I guess. So talk to us about that. How why has it finally come to that? Who is destroying them? How are we combating this? Can you talk a little bit about that? Of course. You know how we've always been taught to look to the sky. Oh, extraterrestrials are going to come down and keep looking to the sky. What if the whole time they're right here below our feet? So those are the inner terrestrials. And then when combined with abilities to phase shift through our reality, those are ultra terrestrials that have multi-dimensional abilities. Again, humans are so handicapped knowing, not knowing this information and just being uh, deers in a headlight and that they're, they're your 
abduction phenomenon and cattle mutilations, which we'll talk about more in uh, mm -hmm. future esoteric. But for us to understand that we have been under this manipulation for many, many years, if, if humans can be just considered in the same way we look at livestock to them, that's what we are. And so taking out this whole network of deep underground military bases, or DUMS as the acronym is, along with all the connecting tubes, and I also have a illustration. Oh, oh yeah, because we really have to understand that they're all interconnected, oh and they're made God. by these giant boring machines that are nuclear powered, so they never have to come up uh, for tailing mounds. They literally melt the rock. It's a no. process is vitrification. Is this United States or the world? Say again? Is it in the United States or is it throughout the world? It's global. global. It's global. Mm -hmm. But if you can just imagine here on the surface, we have all the, the interstate highways and even subhighway roads that connect to our cities. Mm -hmm. If you can imagine if there was a concerted effort to take out every single interstate highway, what a monumental task that would be. That's why this is taking a while. They have been taking out okay. these dumps now for almost two decades, but it's still a long way to go. And understandably so when you understand the uh, complexity and the, how, how big the network became. So they're, they're getting the, they're getting some of them now and they're getting some big ones now, but we still haven't seen Dulce go down or some of the other uh, large, legacy bases but cern just had their earthquake at 10 kilometers down uh near lake geneva in switzerland and france so that's a huge sign because that hadron collider down there that's bad news that is basically a stargate and and that is a big enough one because it's so many miles around that it could even open up for ships to come in now, where is that exactly? And I apologize. I thought I had my phone completely on silent. But where was where is that you're talking about? That has a... Is, is in uh, France and Switzerland. Okay. At Lake Geneva. Wow. This is so, some scary yeah. stuff. So let me, let's rewind a little bit. I need to understand this. And I want the audience to understand too. At what point do we start destroying these things and say enough is enough? So you said it's been going on for a long time. Who... Yeah. Who finally said enough is enough and started to, to combat these guys? Well, remember when we were growing up, we'd see the cowboy and Indian movies and yeah. the good cowboy would always wear the white hat. That's yeah. where that film comes from. And it's, yeah. it's sort of a, a way that we can look at who the Alliance is. And there are a lot of people, a lot of white hats in our U.S. military are pretty much leading the charge in this Alliance that have taken an oath to the constitution to protect the constitution from enemies, foreign and domestic. Domestic yeah. is right here. The barbarians are within the gate. So it complicates the problem that much more so that we're dealing with an enemy that's already infiltrated in the fifth column that's already <laughs> in the city already. So Easy. yeah, yeah. It just makes it more difficult and time consuming. And I know a lot of us are looking at our watch and saying, come on, let's have at it. We need some disclosure. We need some confirmation here that we're winning this invisible war, this silent war with quiet weapons. Right. You see, it's gotten so sophisticated 
you might not even have any clue that it's even happening as most people don't. Right. Right. But in a way that's by design because it is pretty heady stuff that we're talking about today that a lot of the normies would have a hard time to understand. So let me understand, and I don't mean to convolute everything, but let me understand something. So you got all these people in charge, you know, you got the the old Rockefellers and all these other people in charge, and then you've got the ETs. I mean, this is just a constant war. I mean, you know, it's it's not just one thing. It's a lot that's coming after humanity. And so here we come this time where a lot of these, you know, extraterrestrials are gone and maybe we're bringing down some of the cabal, okay, at this point. And so now it's time for us to wake up. And so that's what the universe is waiting for, right? To see what we're going to do. Well, that's right. And, and that is... The great test to all of us as individuals, where do you see yourself on this? Are mm-hmm. you going to go along with the old antiquated system and, and be a wage slave and be a sheeple and all the names that are ascribed to that? Or are you going to ascend to the light and understand that we have to take down all the systems of earth before we can rebuild much better in a fairer and transparent way? And I think I know where you and I stand on this. Yeah, and I, hope, and I and I see it all around me that more and more people are starting to wake up to this. Even five years ago, Nancy, if we were to have this conversation, I might not even believe what I'm saying, and certainly most people would not have anything to do with this. But that's part of the awakening process: is our intuition and our awareness is becoming more acute. Oh yeah, we're able to really grok this information now for the first time in humanity, and and believe me, it it has been a six-year effort to put this book out. I was going to ask you how long it took you because there's a lot of information in here. Well, and I have a question, and we're going to get into more of this on the last segment of what happens and where we're going in the positive in this. But, you know, so I guess I'm I'm confused on the reptilians and I'm confused on the greys on how they – are you know how they are they're not worried if they ascend or their souls go to god talk about that a little bit and i don't know why my um, phone keeps going off and i apologize for that but what popular girl i guess so what's going on with that i mean you know do they just not care do they not believe that there is a god that there is supreme being because i'm going to tell you there is yeah there is but they're doing a workaround so what do you mean they're doing a workaround well do you remember in the TV series Star Trek? Yes. We were kids. Yes. They had a law, a, a galactic law called the Prime Directive. Okay. Yes. That is based on the real law that you cannot interfere with an emerging civilization. You cannot directly interfere. That's why we haven't had the benevolent ETs landing on the White House saying, take me to your leader. They don't want to do that. It's not fair to us. It's not fair to them. They'll be our nannies and we'll blame all our problems on them. So they want us to do it. Okay. Figure it out. All right. Workarounds all about. Okay. Remember I said extraterrestrials, interterrestrials. Well, they're of this earth as well. And now all grays have to understand this. And there are many, many different varieties and species, tall grays, short grays, They all have the bulbous eyes. They're incredibly telepathic and have mental psi abilities that are just beyond our comprehension. We're playing catch up, but we have something they don't have. And that is a spirit, a soul. 
Right. They don't have souls. Right. Right. And because they're test tubes, they're all manufactured, created. Where? In the Dulce labs, among other places. So they have a timeline here on earth that they want to protect. They have to protect. And so this kind of goes into time travel and the, the timelines we're experiencing here on earth. The reptilians are naturally born. And they do not let any of their species fall through the cracks the way we do, but they're interterrestrials as well. So that's the workaround of the prime directive. That's what do you mean fall through the cracks? cracks? What do you mean fall through the cracks like we Meaning, do? Uh, we allow humans to go to bed starving every night. Meaning there are humans who are malnourished and living. And they don't let that. They okay. They do not let that happen. No advanced ET race does that not even the bad reptilians, but here's where it stops for them. You see, because they have decided collectively, the greys and the reptilians to not embrace five dimension or above. They do not want to be ultra terrestrials in that way. They prefer to be the locust and the scourge of the universe and go so around. They don't, so they don't want to ascend. They don't hey. want to ascend. So they're oh stuck in the North Oh my God. All right. We're going to talk more about it. You guys on our last segment, we come back. I'm here today with Brad Olson, having a wonderful conversation. The book is called beyond esoteric. This is Nancy. you out. This is high road to humanity. And we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on high road to humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Help me, Toginet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at Toginet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. 
And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earle, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Brad Olson, and we're talking about ETs, and we're talking about ascension, and I'm just excited to be here, to be straight with you. I just feel like, you know what, I'm here and I'm an example and I'm connecting. And every day, I'll just tell you this, every day, my connection gets stronger. Nice. You know, I'm serious, but I don't want to be one of those ones they take because I'm psychic either. (laughs) Oh, get her. You know what I mean? Because they've taken people, right? They've taken people because they're psychic, huh? They have definitely. Yeah. I have people come up to me all the time at conferences and uh, it, it's like the nail that sticks up, gets hammered down. Yeah. That when your psychic abilities become attuned, there are forces here on the prison planet that just want to whack you down. And people that have no show like yours or books like mine or no stake whatsoever, they're just awakened humans, just get walloped. And they do not want awakened humans. So that has worked to a degree, but that's not working anymore. And those who are awakened are finally getting out of this harassment, this targeted individual. And I know I have been, and you may have yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, don't have, they don't have the wherewithal to go after people like us anymore, where being a truth teller was a very dangerous profession, even 5, 10, 20 years ago. And Bill Cooper killed by police. Uh, and I talk about Phil Schneider, who is a whistleblower on the deep underground military base, including the Dulce Wars. Death by suicide with a catheter around your neck? That's literally impossible. And all his uh, conference medals that he was showing, including extraterrestrial medals, were all confiscated. Yet the money in his wallet was still there. And why do you lose that stuff if you suicide yourself? I don't know. So that was a dangerous profession. Um, I'm not saying we're out of the water yet because there are still a lot of the uh, homeopathic doctors that are being killed. And I describe it in uh, the bioterrain chapter and beyond esoteric that they were finding that uh, GCMAF could destroy the Nagalese, which is introduced with the uh, different varieties of the V word. Right. And that has led to a lot of holistic doctors. I think the number is over 200. My colleague, Aaron Elizabeth has a list on our health, not news about all those doctors who were just, who crossed the line and said, Hey, uh, you don't have to take all these um, yeah. pills and, <laughs> yeah. and jabber do's 
you can do it healthy and naturally and not catch uh, these viruses. And they were done away with. Now, what do you think about this thing? I, it's ended in the UK. It's ended. I saw, you know, I think in the Netherlands, uh, what do you, I think it's going to stop here. I think this thing is about done here. They can only control for so long. I just think the masks are going to come off. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's not that the thing has run its course. It was introduced to begin with. It was all to get us uh, with the shot. The narrative is breaking down. The people have had enough. The people are uprising. And this is the greatest threat to the globalist matrix there has ever been. They're finally being challenged and people are saying enough's enough. And yeah, right behind well, them. Yeah, I am too. And I don't mean to interrupt you there, but the kids, I see that the parents are standing up, you know, all the stuff that they were trying to teach the kids, this uh, radical racist theory and all this stuff going on in the schools and the mask in the schools. And people have said enough is enough when it comes to your kids. And I think that was not expected that people would stand up when it came down to the kids. And, and I think with the kids getting this stuff too, you know, I, I feel like, you know, um, hopefully that stuff will taper off, but who knows, right? Yeah, and parents being labeled as domestic terrorists, right? PTA meeting and say, we don't like what you're teaching our kids. I mean, come on. So everything has been inverted. Everything is upside down. And that's, again, that's another occultist trick to take all that is beautiful and invert it. Well, we're going to double invert it. So the big lie, which has been perpetuated on us and which is a page out of the Nazi propaganda playbook, they're the ones who invented the notion of the big lie. You tell it enough times, you repeat it and people believe it, but we're going to invert it back and it's called the big truth. And this is the great awakening. This is the big revealing on so many different levels that we've been talking about on the show today, but people absolutely have to start coming to an understanding and again, I think it comes at a very intuitive level. You'll know it's true when you feel it's true. And I know it's certainly been in my case and, and most likely yours that you just start, it becomes all encompassing in your entire being. Mm -hmm. You live, breathe, think, and everything mm -hmm. comes around. What is the truth? Because look, the truth is like a pillar. It will remain through all time. Now, it can be wrapped up. You can put lipstick on a pig. You can do anything you want to the truth. But all that starts to fall away. What remains? The pillar of truth. Right. And that's what we're seeing now. All of that is starting to drop away. All the propaganda, all the lies. We're seeing right through it. We don't believe it anymore. And again, we got to wipe out all these institutions and build it from the ground up. And yeah. that will be the entrance into the golden age. Yeah. And, and we are watching it. There's a couple of things that you talk about in your book. And I just want to say really quickly, you know, he, he says what can be done. And I'm just going to read a couple of the things. Um, you say release all, they're going to release all the true information concerning the alien invasion, what we were talking about, and release the information concerning the ancient things found on moon, the moon and Mars. And um, I've heard some about that, but maybe you want to tell a little bit. You know, you talk about releasing the information about electronic medicine, and I'm really big into energy. And I've always believed, you know, because we are energy that we can be healed. I mean, talk a little bit about that. What do you know? Well, geez, Nancy, we might have to schedule another show. I know. So much on the docket here. <laughs> but uh, isn't it interesting that Nikola Tesla said, if you really want to understand the mysteries of the universe, think in terms of 
energy, frequency, and vibration. Absolutely. And that will also be the future of medicine. To that, you could also include color therapy, mm-hmm. infrared, mm-hmm. ultraviolet. Mm-hmm. Do you notice when you go into the bathroom at Whole Foods, sometimes you turn on the light, it's ultraviolet light. It's purple light that kills bacteria on the spot. <clears throat> Just in the same way, we'll find that uh, the infrared, the other end of the spectrum that we cannot see, you know, we can only see a very small fraction of the whole visual spectrum. Same with hearing, just like dogs can hear a dog whistle, but humans can't. So we're going to start to understand these unseen realms in a new way that we haven't thought about them before. And it's going to include new ways to heal ourselves and longevity. You know, these human bodies really have the capacity to go 200 years or more. Mm -hmm. I have a chapter in modern esoteric all about that. Yeah. I think it's, no, I think it's great. Yeah. And I think that, um, because I think this is going to sound weird maybe, but the more I've connected with the divine, the better, the healthier I have felt like, and the need to, to be healthy, the need to eat healthy, the need to not drink wine anymore. I used to drink wine and now my body's like, no, I don't want that. So I believe it's, yeah, it's, it's like the whole thing. It's when you change energetically, I think, and you're more connected to the divine as we wake up and the vibration raises here on the planet, I think it changes everything, you know? It absolutely does. Yeah. And these things just drop away. Our, our bad habits, our bad thoughts start to change because really to be a part of this, this whole great awakening, it all starts within. I love the two words on the temple of Apollo at Delphi in times of antiquity. It just said, know thyself. Yep. And, and you can just build off of that all the way down. Yeah. Everything that's a part of you, know thyself. And when you do know thyself, you are really taking a big step in self-healing, mm-hmm. in intuitive ability to look into what's going on in the world and getting a good picture and seeing through this matrix to lies. It really is profound advice from the ancient Greeks so long ago. Ah, it's from the angelic realm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, know thyself. And it's true. You're absolutely, man, you hit it right on the money because that's exactly right. Because as we do know ourselves, that's how we will raise the vibration. Um, I really think it's going to happen in the next couple of years. What do you think? What are you feeling? Oh, I, I think so. And it's probably why we were born at the time we are and we're, adults at the time we are, that we're part of the ground crew. We volunteered for this mission. It is the awakening of humanity. And it's the greatest time to be alive. Yeah. You're going to have to come back and you're going to have to tell us more stuff, Fred, because I could do a whole show just when you get done with, um, with your, with your speech that you're going to give in Sedona, maybe you'll come back and talk to us about Antarctica because that really interests me. And I think it would interest the audience to know more about what is there. Well, I'd be honored to come back on. Okay, cool. As as you know, we're all uh, here on the high road to humanity together, and I'm in service to all, and anything I can do to help, I'm here to do it. All right, fantastic. You guys, how do people get in touch with you, Brad, if they want to visit? Do you have a website that they can visit? or? Sure. So if you want to know more about me and the projects I'm involved with and the conferences I'll be speaking at in 2022, Mm -hmm. go to bradolson.com. Do you want to know more about the books I write and also publish other authors? 
cccpublishing.com. And that's the only place you can get a signed copy from me is off the CCC Publishing website. That's fantastic. Contact form there on the website as well. You can shoot me a message and hopefully I can get back to people. Well, we sure appreciate you coming and you're uh, just a wealth of knowledge. So thank you. I really appreciate it. And I know the audience does too. Hey, you guys, if you want a psychic reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com, pulling angel cards every day on TikTok and having a really good time doing it. And um, there's some really cool messages from Archangel Gabriel that are up on my site. You can check out nancyyearout.com. Sure. Appreciate you coming on, Brad. You guys take care. We'll see you next time. Everybody take care and God bless. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal